Before we get started, I want to tell you about my experience with Own It Fitness. Own It Fitness is a place that helped me discover my fitness goals. They did a full evaluation of my physical condition, and they set out a plan for me to be able to meet my goals. And on top of that, they found a way to be able to work with my busy schedule. And they can do that for you as well. Own It Fitness is the perfect place for professionals to find the friends that they need to help them meet their physical goals. If you're looking for a place that can help you, if you're looking for a place that's friendly and a place that will help you confidently meet the physical goals that you have for yourself, then check out Own It Fitness. They're on the corner of Mallory and Blakeow. This episode has been brought to you by Fremont Bank. Fremont Bank has been serving people and businesses in our community for over 60 years. For more information about the Fremont Bank, check out episode 104 on the Fremont Podcast. This episode has also been brought to you by Minutemen Press. If you are looking for design or printing needs, reach out to them. Let them know you heard about them on the Fremont Podcast. They'll give you 20% off on your first order. Banter Bookshop is your local go-to for all your reading resources. If they don't have it on the shelf, you can ask them and they can order it for you. Check them out on Capitol Avenue. Let them know that you heard about them on the Fremont Podcast. If you are looking to buy or sell a home, check out Petroselli Homes on Niles Boulevard. Coming to you straight from Fremont, California, this is the Fremont Podcast, dedicated to telling the stories of the past and present of the people and places of the city of Fremont, one conversation at a time. Now, here's your host, Ricky B. Hello, Fremont. You're listening to episode number 44 of the Fremont Podcast. I am super thrilled to have with me today on this episode a father and son who are actually magicians, um, and probably more than magicians. James. Hello. How you doing, man? Very good. And you? Doing well, doing well. Thanks for uh, being on the podcast. Oh, it's my pleasure. How old are you, James? 14 years old. 14 years old. Okay. Are you from Fremont? Did you? Were you born here? Yeah, like I was, I was raised here. I can, can't really remember. But I think like I might, I might have been born in another city. <laughs> you, you're know. not really sure. Okay, but do you live in Fremont now? Yeah, lived and raised in Fremont. Okay, so, yeah. okay. And um, what are some of the things that you enjoy about living in Fremont? Like, what are some of the places that you like to go? Costco. Costco. Because they give out free samples. Okay, look. <laughs> okay, so Costco is one of your favorite places. What else? What else do you like about uh, whatever? What else do you like in Fremont? What else do I like in Fremont? All of the ice cream shops. Okay. Do you have a favorite? I'm honestly not sure. Milk Cow is really good. But <laughs> that is a good look, one. This um, what was it? There's another frozen custard and okay. ice place. Okay. Nice. I can't remember. Rita's. Rita's. Oh yeah. yeah. They've got some Rita's great. Custard. Great. Yeah. That's Amazing. good. Amazing. When did you start doing? Like when did you start um, doing magic? When did you start getting into juggling? Do you remember? You have your earliest memory of doing magic or juggling? Um, okay. Yes, I remember I started learning juggling at around the age of four. I absolutely hated it. <laughs> no. So was it, was it, did you start with juggling just balls? Or I started what? with juggling. Dad taught me to juggle. Okay. But the thing is, is that he approached it as a chore. So I'd be like, James, <laughs> do your juggling. And I'd be like, why? Because you need to do it. Why? Because I told you so. 
Why? Just don't li- listen to me, well, young I w- man. I will say this: that it sounds to me like yeah. like you you got a great opportunity to uh, to learn a discipline that's actually paid off now, right? Because yeah, it was ten years ago. You you literally can say I started ten years ago, and you're only fourteen yeah. years old. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I mean, Dad probably could have used a little bit of reverse psychology back then, but it all <laughs> changed when I was five years old. Oh, so it took a year five to or six, figure it out. Okay, because my dad took me out to the streets of San Francisco, and he was like, "Okay." You're going to do your practice here on the street and you're going to perform for these people. And uh-huh. I was like, you know what? Performing for people feels good. And that was really the thing. That, that was the thing that you're like, mind. oh, wait yeah. a minute. I'm not just doing this because dad wants me to do it because people actually like, yeah, like exactly. this. Yeah, exactly. Also awesome. because they tipped me, but that's besides the point. <laughs> you just put a hat in front of me and, he, and I was like, daddy, that's they're cool. putting money into the hat. And he's like, yeah, <laughs> that's because they like what you do. Do you like what you do? And I'm like, yeah. That's awesome. That's yeah. really now, yeah, he, now he does. That's right. So, so James, so, um, so that was when you started juggling. Was that, did you do that before magic? Yes. Juggling came before magic after I learned a good amount of juggling. Then dad was like, okay, you can learn magic too. Okay. I've watched your videos. You're pretty amazing. When did you start doing, when did you start doing magic? And at what point did you feel really confident about being able to do it in front of people? I think I started doing magic at around Five or six. Yeah. Okay. So it was not okay. long after juggling. Yeah. And like performing juggling, dad just said, you know what? Do magic. And I was like, okay, sure. And then it was, I don't know. Performing magic just seems it feels so good. Yeah. Just watching the joy on someone's face yeah. as yeah. they see you juggling or doing yeah. magic. That's awesome. I think it's an amazing thing, amazing perspective that you have because. Um, I think that a lot of times people do things for themselves, and I think that that can get really um, that can get really tiresome. It really drives them the wrong way. But I love the fact that you are interested in the way that people uh, experience happiness, experience those moments, and you get the opportunity of being able to bring those moments into their life, which I think is really really awesome. What are some of the uh, what are some of your favorite experiences doing your juggling, doing your magic? What are some of the things? What are some of your memories that you have now that you've grown up a little bit um have you been in any competitions or have you been in any shows or any anything particular that stood stands out to you i've been to how many hundreds of shows whoa are you kidding me i i don't even keep track at this point but i've done enough shows to the point where i can't even count them yeah <laughs> yeah he's probably done more than his fair shares of shows uh when he started he was just doing maybe like three to five minutes in my show of juggling. So he would build up confidence doing just a short segment and he would see me do my tricks. And then maybe a couple years ago, I was like, he can do half the show. Why don't we just give him his whole entire show? During the pandemic, we did 520 virtual shows since March of 2020. 520? Over 500. How did how is that even I possible? I didn't do all of those. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> he did I didn't actually, do those by myself. Yeah. How is that possible? Do you tell explain to me how this works? Well, so we started realizing the scalability in, in Zoom because we do shows on the East Coast and we would do shows for people in Dubai and South Africa. We would wake up at 5 a.m. So during that time, he's been homeschooled. 90% of the shows I did while I was on Zoom, he was actually doing at least three to five minutes in every show. Come on over, do your show. And then he'd go right back to school because he's homeschooled during the pandemic. And so for sure during the last 
three years since March of 2020, he's probably done, I'm conservatively estimating 750 wow. shows because he's also done live shows as well. And every weekend he might do one or two on Saturday, one on Sunday, and then maybe one during the week. Wow. So that's phenomenal. It's, it's yeah, pretty that's crazy. That's so sad that I have to go back to like regular in-person <laughs> school because he's like, I can't pull him out of school yeah, anymore. It's right. too hard now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. crazy. So, so okay, so that is an amazing number of shows. That experience alone is just phenomenal. Do you have any experience of doing a show, doing a competition or something like that that just stands out to you to be your favorite? Oh, there's a lot of them. Um, I think, though, my absolute favorite all time would be performing for Draymond Green or his son's first birthday party. Oh, are you kidding me? That was uh, honestly one of the best experiences of my life. I got to meet Sean Livingston. Wow. I got to meet Zaza Pachulia. I did not get to see Stephen Curry or Clay Thompson <laughs> or Kevin Durant. But you know what? I'll take it. Okay, there you I'll go. take there it. There you go. That's awesome. Wow. So Draymond Green's first, uh, his son's first birthday. That is amazing. Wow. You talked about going back to in-person school or like not homeschooling anymore. Um, do you do you ever do tricks or anything at school while you're at school, or is it kind of like you have your juggling and magic time, and then you just kind of have your normal school? I did a few today. Did you do a few? <laughs> yes, I did a few. What'd today. you do today? Um, uh, I some kids were like, "Hey, you want to be in an interview?" And I said, "Okay, sure." I think I was. Wait, for you a already fun, did an interview today, like for a fun school project. <laughs> oh, I got you. Okay. So, yeah, okay. I was like, "Okay." That's sure. awesome. And so you did some tricks today or you did some juggling or what did you do? Um, Just a few magic tricks. Okay. I did a little bit of juggling in class because our PE teacher had um these tennis balls. Yeah. And I was like, okay. He's like, you want to play catch? And then I was like, no, I, I, can, do, I can do it. <laughs> That's yeah. awesome. So let me ask you this. If I, were to, if I were to get on Google right now and Google your name, James Chan Magician, what would be the thing that I discover when it pops up? Like what would be the main thing that comes, to, comes up? You would discover... Another guy named James Chan. But no. after that, <laughs> but after that, you've done this before, I can tell. You will find the only fourteen-year-old magician uh-huh. that lives in Fremont. Okay, there's okay. tons of other fourteen-year-old you know, magicians. Funny about that. I want to yeah, just yeah, interrupt please, you yeah, guys. Yeah. Um, we went on his IMDb, uh-huh. and he was recently on a Me Time with Kevin Hart and Mark Wahlberg. Um, and it just launched August 26. Wow. So at midnight, I literally watched it while I was on my uh, gig with uh, about to perform for Elon Musk that weekend. Wow. This weekend, I performed for Elon. But the funny thing is, um, it's a show that I would, cannot recommend to anyone to watch because it's rated <laughs> R. And uh, I don't think I would let my own son watch it. So be careful. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you can skip to the part where James is doing his the talent show, okay, which is, okay. I think, 20, 20 minutes so this is a Close movie. Hold on, wait, yes. hold on. First so this of all, is a wait, movie. stop. Yeah, yes. You memorize the exact timestamp. <laughs> well, you kind of have to. This like, is taking helicopter parenting to an entirely new level. I put it okay. in the MailChimp thing because That's I didn't right. watch. I didn't want other people to yeah, watch the full yeah. movie, especially if I can't recommend it. So you were so you were in a movie then. That's pretty awesome. For a five second clip, but yeah, I'll take it. That's right. That's they great. robbed him of his fifteen seconds of fame. Yes. I think I counted the seconds, and I think. He, he came close to five, being 10 seconds shorted. <laughs> so let me ask you this. What, I mean, what, what did that entail for you? Like, did they come up here to film? Or where, where, where was that filmed? And what all, did, what all was that experience like? That was filmed in L.A., maybe Hollywood. It wasn't a one-take thing. And um, 
I, I want to kind of elaborate on the storytelling sure. of yeah. this because so many things have happened since. I, I remember getting this thing from the Magic Castle, which was a membership society James is a part of. He's a junior member of the Magic Castle. Okay. So it's saying, hey, there's going to be a Netflix movie coming out. Does anyone want to try? So I submitted all the stuff and went through the interviews. And I think we might have done a Zoom interview and they were all sold on him. And we were going to make birds appear or juggle fire. But it ended up birds not getting cleared and doing all this stuff. They, we go into Hollywood and they actually have these trailers for us. And I remember during that time we had to, do, I think we had to do COVID tests okay. and stuff like that. So they, he had his own trailer, which was kind of cool because we took pictures in the trailer. They said we were going to go on around maybe like 12 or 1 p.m. Okay. We're waiting all day. It's coming to 5 or 6 p.m. at night. And we're, we're, they're saying we might have you the next day and pay you a fee. And we're like, I have to go back because I think I had a show the next day in the Bay Area. And at this time, I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, we're not going to even make it. They're not even going to want to have a scene. And, and the funny thing is we saw one clip of them doing it. And we, I remember seeing that clip filmed like seven to ten times wow. of this kid trying to play the piano. Wow. That's incredible. That's incredible. Well, I am so glad I'd have, I, now I have a, a movie star on my, on my podcast. So that should boost my ratings quite a by bit. Second movie by, star. by second oh, yeah. movie star. <laughs> well, you have an IMB, uh, IMBD, whatever it is, and I don't. So, I mean, that's pretty cool. <laughs> um, what are some things as you look forward into your future and you think about the things that you would like to do, some of the things that you imagine doing as a juggler or magician, what would that, what would that, uh, what would that be like? What are some of the things that you, you dream of doing? A, becoming a politician. Pardon me, kind of wants to okay. do that. Like, okay. I, I don't know, I just have a, this interest in political science, maybe a little bit of economics okay. and business, but okay. still. That's cool. I like nice. that. I like that. Yes. And besides, I already know how to lie. I'm a magician. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're honest. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you're a, you're an honest I'm liar, so that's good. This, yeah, okay? yeah, I, that's like, good. I can make money just disappear. <laughs> I look. I'm definitely going to continue doing that. Okay. Like. Okay. Um, may, it might not be as a complete full time job. Just yep. Because. Yep. I mean. I'm sure it's hard. It well, could be hard. Well, the thing is that in your when you're a family of magicians, all four of us in the family are disappointments to grandma. So. <laughs> It's above cloud, but it's still not a doctor level. Okay? It's pretty awesome. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty awesome. It, it's That's a fun cool. job, but then again. We'll be right back with the rest of the conversation in just a moment. Here is a quick conversation that I had with a customer at Dale Hardware. Then, All right, you can hop on that one right oh, there. Yeah, perfect. what's your name? there i'm nikita nikita okay and do you live in fremont i do live in fremont how long have you been living in fremont wow 18 years okay wow <laughs> that's awesome and what are the things that you love about fremont do you have anything special that stands out to you well number one the weather oh, absolutely <laughs> i am originally from stockton where it's incredibly hot <laughs> yes so I, this is such an upgrade uh, oh yeah very much so so you're at dale uh, hardware today Correct. and uh, what did you guys come in for what did you guys get oh we just came to uh pick up some parts for a drawer repair okay and have you guys been shopping at Dale for a long time? 
Yes, we have. We we often come here for anything that is broken and needs to be fixed. That's awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> was there anything specific that brought you out today or was it just the part? Did you know there was an event going on? We did not know there was an event going <laughs> on, but we are very happy to be here and see everyone out and about and happy and living life. That's awesome. Well, Dale Hardware is such a great place for you to find the things that you need when you're working on home projects. Uh, It's also a great place to find advice and help to know exactly how to use the products that you're buying, to use the tools that you're uh, using, and um, to know exactly what you're doing. Make sure you're doing the things the right way. And so Dale Hardware offers great customer service. Um, And uh, along with that, as you heard in this conversation, there are great events that are happening all the time at Dell Hardware, and there are really great events happening all around the community. Maybe you're living in the community and you're listening and you haven't quite settled in, uh, but you are interested in buying a home. Well, I would suggest reaching out to Petroselli Homes. Petroselli Homes have been in our community for decades, and uh, they can help you find the home that you need. Uh, if you are interested in buying a home and settling down in Fremont, uh, Petroselli Homes treats you like family, and they would be the a perfect pick for you to have as your realtor right here in Fremont. And maybe you've lived in Fremont for a while. You want to upgrade or you do need to sell your home. You can reach out to them as well. They can help you sell your home. They are Fremont's hometown realtors, and I highly recommend reaching out to them. Now, back to our conversation. Um, There's the like small sleight of hands, like on the table sort of tricks. And then there's the big illusions. Which one's which ones do you do the most and which ones do you enjoy doing the most? I like the small sleight of hand ones. Personal preference. And yeah. besides the smaller things, you can get to know your audience a lot better. I like that. Yeah, you can like get that. to communicate with your audience a lot more, which I really like. All right, so let's talk to Dad for a little bit. Dad, um, you are you from Fremont originally? Where did you start your life? I started off in San Francisco. And then when did you move from San Francisco out to Fremont? So from Lowell, I went to UC Riverside, and during that time, I learned how to uh, lifeguard and scuba dive, and I worked at all these summer camps. But when I came back, I kind of had my foot in two worlds because I lived at home, which I kind of like, you know, when you're graduated, you don't want to live at home. So I did a lot of traveling, going to Vegas and conventions. So I'd go to magic and juggling conventions just to stay away from home. So at which which point did you start becoming interested in juggling and magic then because you were in at Riverside. Was it before that, before you left for Riverside or was it during that time when you were away? I could juggle very basic stuff uh, because I saw my cousin do it. And I don't remember how old I was. In college, there was this guy named Mike and Robert Chang. And Mike and Robert Chang would be the presence of this club, the juggling club at UC Riverside. It was more of a distraction so that I didn't have to go do real work or study. So I, I yeah, used it totally. as more yeah. like, instead of partying and drinking, I just went juggling. <laughs> <You> went juggling. <laughs> That's awesome. I had magic books when I was a kid, but honestly, I wouldn't call myself a magician that time. It's like seeing a guy do magic, but then you don't think it's possible. You buy a book and then you're like, oh... That's how it works. That can't fool anyone. But then when you see a live magician fool you with it and then you learn how it works and you're like, oh, let me try it. That's kind of different. And then when you start getting paid to do something and the money comes in, you're like, oh, it's not an empty 
pit. I, right. I can make right. money. So you start right. reinvesting and you start getting serious. And you're like, oh, I made a hundred bucks. Let me throw back 50, yeah. like a compulsive gambler. You're like, <laughs> let's double down. Let's put That's all right. the money back in there. And my mom would be like, That's good enough. You're good enough. You don't need to learn the next. You, uh, you don't need, don't spend that much money. And I was like, I was like an addict. I was huh. just investing. You still are. <laughs> Tell me exactly how many dollars did you spend just recently in order for the PayPal illusion? I spent a ton of money on this illusion. Actually, my client was supposed to. Okay. Well, in any case, it was an insane amount of money yeah. just to get this going. But I feel like when you have that new trick, it might be the tipping point where you can do something on television or book a big gig, which I did, young man. <laughs> so this last weekend, I performed for Elon Musk and Peter Thiel. Wow. So you're, what you're saying is that you spent a lot of time just trying to get by doing magic, um, kind of as a side gig. You probably spent time in some other field working, and then now you've become, uh, I, I dare say, a world-renowned magician because I think when I uh, Googled you, when I tried to figure out exactly who you were it came up as a world-renowned magician which is pretty amazing it, the power of good marketing and doing the marketing <laughs> yourself if you just google buzzfeed silicon valley's favorite magician you'll okay. read a profile piece that put me on the international map uh and that was the transition where i was like i'm not going to do kids parties anymore i'm just going to do high profile wow. kids parties where they're paying like insane amount yeah, of money yeah. um what are some of the things um along the way between 2016 and now that kind of propelled you to where you are now? What are some of the other things that came along the way? I was just kind of coasting until the pandemic hit. I was like small TV uh, segments, ABC7 News, and like some small things. I was just pitching, you know, Tri-City Voice. I think we've been featured on the Tri-City Voice four times. Okay. At that time, when I worked at PayPal, I was still doing magic, but I wasn't like really hustling okay. really hard at it. And I told them, on my resume, oh, I do magic as a side hustle. They do the interview. I think really soon into the interview, the guy's like, oh, so you do magic? Uh, I don't want to impose, but could you show us a trick? Like really sheepishly. And I yeah. was like, yes. <laughs> so let me ask you this. As, uh, you, you, and you mentioned something a little bit earlier, but if you, if you, were, to, if you were to talking to somebody, maybe who's an entrepreneur, maybe in the show business or in show business, um, what is maybe one big lesson that you have learned over the years um, going from working at PayPal, working in the tech industry to now becoming um, more of a showman and and really building uh, a whole business around your showmanship? Is there anything that you could give to somebody who's maybe in a position like that that would be a, a, a help or uh, of interest to, uh, to helping them further along? Yeah, the secret to success is focus. And the secret of focus is saying no. I like that. I like that. I have a hard time saying no. So I think that that's something that I could certainly, um, I could put to use right away. So Dan, let me ask you this. Um, what are you involved with right now? Or what, and, and kind of wrapping things up here, what are you involved with right now? And what are some of the things that you look forward to doing in the future? Um, what are, you know, what are some of the things that you hope to be able to do? Um, are you doing anything special right now um, that we can be looking forward to? Yeah, I'm um, pitching the a concept of the Magic Castle in the Bay Area. Oh, wow. So I would love to create um, a space for performers. Uh, it might be a hybrid space looking into maybe 
it being an escape room sort of thing wow. as well. Yeah. But I grew up seeing magic in very formal venues, like driving down to LA to make the pilgrimages to Magic Castle. Mm -hmm. And I would go to Warren and Annabelle's Chicago La Magic Lounge and the Macau venue and many other venues around the world. Mm. So that's why I've been on social media so much because I want them to be aware of my brand. And then when people are aware of your brand, they end up buying into that. And my son doesn't get that. He's like, why are you on social media? I'm like, I'm trying to be a celebrity yeah, enough yeah. to sell tickets yeah. so that people are aware of what's coming up. And that's I'm not what I'm seeing when I see you scrolling through. <laughs> no, you look like just another teenager at school. Sorry, Dan. Sorry. You have to see what addicts them yeah. in order right. to sell that drug james yeah. and do you and and uh, and right now are you still doing uh like zoom shows as well like you did during the pandemic or is that kind of gone away and you're doing more in-person events right now yeah we just ended up uh, booking one more zoom event and i want to keep one in the pipeline all the time whether it's ticketed or something because it justifies keeping the studio still open my studio is actually uh, in my kitchen okay so it's like being walled off yeah uh and it does take a little bit of effort but if i can just you know do a show for someone on the east coast and kind of collect some moolah while <laughs> in and out real quick customers don't know what they want until you show it to them mm. so it might have to be more press or it might have to be lower price point to kind of get them in on that gateway drug of zoom magic so before you go let me ask you what are you i asked james this but before you go what are what's a place that you enjoy in fremont or something that you enjoy doing in fremont i love rita's rita's yeah. is really good oh yeah um there's also some small things in fremont that we enjoy the hiking and um it relatives um you know like it, within the news, there's a lot of Asian hate, and you know, in Fremont, it's a lot safer than yeah. in San Francisco. Yeah. So, it's a really I love diverse the... community here. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's great. James, Dan, thank you so much for joining me. I love this. This is uh, is a pleasure to meet you guys, and I look forward to following you guys more and seeing what all uh, you have up your sleeve, and you'll be able to ha that that you can share with the rest of uh, the Fremont community and beyond. This this has been really really great. You've been listening to the Fremont Podcast. Be sure to subscribe wherever it is that you listen so you don't miss an episode. And if you're so inclined, leave a kind review so that others can find the podcast. To stay connected with us, you can find links to our social media and other content at thefremontpodcast.com. This episode was hosted and produced by Ricky B. Music provided through soundstripe.com. I'm Gary Williams. Join us next week on the Fremont Podcast. This is Muggins Media. Thank you for listening to the Fremont Podcast. If you are an individual or a business that would like to be a sponsor partner on the podcast, please reach out at thefremontpodcast at gmail.com or you can go to our website, thefremontpodcast.com and you can reach out to us through our contact form. Thank you for listening. Thank you for sharing and thank you for your support.